We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Datable podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Datable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. Happy New Year, everyone! Before we start season eight, we have two special episodes for you guys that are, I guess you can see them as interim episodes where we get everyone off to a good start for 2019. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. There you go. (laughs) So this episode, we're going to talk about the top five dating resolutions we should have for the new year. And it's all based on what we've learned in the past. Yeah? Yep. So let's start with number five. I like this one a lot. 
quality over quantity. People always feel like it's a numbers game. Dating is a numbers game. The more people you go on dates with, the better your chances are of finding someone you really click with. Well, we actually disagree with that. I think it's more about how you connect with someone and the quality of the dates that you go yep. on. I know so many people who go on these like random coffee dates or or drink dates that last maybe an hour and they walk away feeling blah. And totally. that's how you get dating fatigue, right, Julie? Yeah, I think also like if you're it's all about your mindset. So mm-hmm. like going on one really great date that you're excited about, that you're in like an environment that's warranting like kind of that intimate behavior. I think that's a lot better than going on like 10 coffee dates that don't go anywhere. Absolutely. And the problem with when you date too many people or when you pack your days with so many dates is that once you're on one date, you're thinking about the next, totally. right? And so, so you don't think about how special this yeah. date is when you're like anxious about the next date you have. And I always think of my friend Brooke in New York who went on like 5,000 Tinder dates or something like that. And she was single for a long time because once she was on one date, she was thinking about what her Friday looked like and how yeah. she didn't want any downtime. So she was like trying to pack it in. And at the end of the day, guess what? She found her now husband um, on an off day when she had no dates planned (laughs) and she was just at a bar with friends. Yeah, I remember Jenna also saying on one of our episodes, the one with Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. about like what was missing in today's dating world was like this like getting ready and getting excited for like the big date like Mm -hmm. because people think they're so dispensable and like people don't want to get their hopes up and they don't want to do all this stuff which makes sense yeah but at the same time by not like treating it like something big it also makes it like not have that same quality. Yeah. I would encourage everyone to go on these dates like how you would want someone to date you. So do you want to be just a number on someone's list or do you want to be like the date that they have planned for that week? And I think I could hear people being like, well, I don't want to get dressed up for like someone that might not pan out, but there could be also like uh, conversations ahead of time. Yeah, filter them. Yeah, like I think there's ways to make it that like you're setting yourself up for success. Yep. And that leads us to resolution number four, which is seize the moment more. I think we are so dependent on these dating apps. And, you know, two years ago, we were looking at a lot of dating fatigue. And I think last year for the the seasons that we did, it seemed like people were getting off the dating apps and trying to meet people in real life. We're like trying to get back to the old school way of meeting people. And one way I really like our guest Amanda presented it she was like if I'm somewhere and I see a cute guy and we make eye contact that is my moment that is my moment to go talk to him and meet him because who knows if I'll ever see him again right she was like what do I have to lose basically there is absolutely nothing. nothing to lose. What is wrong with approaching another human being and saying hi to them? Yeah, I think seize the moment can mean some other things too. Like if you're on a dating app and you're talking to someone or you're a woman and want to make the first move, like go for it. Yeah, 
You know, when dating apps first came out, I think this paradox of choice was yeah. such a conundrum for people because you always felt like you had better options waiting for you. But I think in the last two years, people have really realized just because there's an abundance of options on these dating apps, it doesn't mean that they're all right for you. So if you do find someone that you're like remotely interested yeah. in or attracted to, seize that moment and try to develop it versus trying to think about the next swipe totally. that you have. And I think like men too can get in their heads like, oh, I don't want to ask out too soon. And then there's like this misread that the woman's like, why isn't this person asking me out? So I'd say to either party, just like go for it. Yeah. Like if someone presents like an indicator that there's a green light, like it doesn't have to be the first message that comes out. But if you're talking for someone, like people will make hints if they want to like meet up. And if not, like end the conversation and be like, let's meet up sometime. So Julie, you know that I have a fake dating profile for research purposes. And I'm totally fine telling you guys. And the reason why I have this dating profile is because I want to see how people meet these days. I'm not using these uh, these dating apps for my own personal purposes anymore. But what I found is nobody does an ask out. It's like maybe 15% of people it's do an like ask out. weird lingering convo for a lot of time. Yeah. It's so odd because you have all that momentum in that first like, hour that you're talking yeah. and then it just dies down yeah. the next day and then it just literally dies you really have to do it in that first hour but you know i tried this experiment where i would ask the guys out pretty soon and they would always come back and say wow that was really aggressive of you or i've never had this happen so soon it's like people are taken aback by it so if you do seize the moment and ask someone out then you actually stand out from the crowd all right another way to stand out from the crowd is our resolution number three make more eye contact yeah Julie, i cannot tell you how many times a day i would interact with so many people and i forget Get what they look like because yeah. I actually I didn't make eye contact with yeah. them. We're so in our own worlds. This is a good one too because it can be on different levels. Like I think like um, what Amanda was saying, like it's a really great way to kind of make that first move at a bar by having eye contact because then at least you've kind of established that you both have an interest before yeah. going in cold. But then also I feel like if you're showing up to dates. Like, making eye contact shows, like, a presence. Yeah. So I think it's in all stages of, like, the initial meet and then also, like, when you're actually starting to date and get to know someone. Yeah. And even if it's, you're not romantically interested in someone, try to just make eye contact with them as practice. The other day, I practiced trying to make eye contact with every person I came in contact with. So going to Starbucks, saying oh, wow. thank you to the barista, making yep. eye contact with them. And you know what? It was scary. Yeah. It was scary because that's like a moment. That's a moment of like seeing someone. But I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with someone that looks down oh, when they're talking. And I think it, it almost, it comes off that they like, that there's something wrong with you, even yeah. though it's really about them and yeah. like them being like insecure or like uncomfortable. Yeah. But it kind of makes them, f it feel like there's like this air of like arrogance in a way. Yeah. Like I don't need to look at you and it doesn't feel like they're present with you and connecting. Yeah. So I think like if you know that habit of yourself to be really conscious of it and mm -hmm. then also like if you see it happening with other people maybe they feel that way but there's also a better chance that they're just not aware of it That's so true. like kind of trying to like give meet people to where they are and like try to like maintain eye contact with them and see yeah. if that helps let them more be, be more comfortable 
I think it's absurd that on a daily basis, we're in close quarters with other people and have no idea who they are, have no idea what they're saying, what they look like, what their personality is like. You, I'm sure you've all written Uber pools and Lyft oh, yeah. lines and not have, have no idea who the other people in the car look like at all because yeah. you don't even look at them. Yeah, that is a, that's a great <laughs> example. It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about our current sponsor, Audible. What would it look like if we all listen more? Listening to audiobooks inspires us, motivates us, even brings us closer. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. You get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. We've really been enjoying our subscription to Audible, listening to our past guest, Dr. Alexandra Solomon's book called Loving Bravely, and so many other books as well. We get to choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. The best part is that you can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash datable or text datable to 500-500 and listen for a change. Again, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E or text datable to 500-500 to get started. Now, back to the show. Resolution number two, expand your type. I feel like we say this every Mm -hmm. year, but I want to really drive this home because our friends who've gotten married or are in relationships have always ended up with people I never pictured them with. Yeah. Because they always dated a certain type. And all of a sudden, they meet someone who's like, I've never, I didn't picture you with this person and they end up with this person. It just shows you that we only know what we know. Yep. So the people you've dated in the past, yes, you were attracted to them. There's a pattern, but there's also a pattern to why they didn't work out, right? I feel like the person you are meant to be with may not be someone that you've met already. We talked about this on Margot and Elisa's episode as well, that it's like some of it's like, is this your own preference or is it a preference that's been kind of given by society and like how you grew up like is it just like the people you're used to like where is this really coming from and kind of trying to be a little more open Mm -hmm. might open some doors you know in our season finale for season seven um we talked about the, the episode called marriage 101 we talked about social constructs when you react a certain way to something where you have a um, affinity towards something it's better to question why and where it comes from yeah so when you know your type and you think about like your the, your patterns of dating the same person Instead of saying, like, I should just keep dating this person, you should ask, why? Where does this come from? Where does this stem from? Is it is this something that, like, I've developed over time? Or is this something that was, like, given to me, you know, right. by, by culture and society? So it's always good to learn about yourself, why you have a certain type. And it's always good to push yourself out of your comfort zone. And that's how you grow as a person, too. And that brings us to resolution number one. We need to connect more. I feel like all of these really lead to this yeah. one point. We need to make more connections. And one way to make more connections is asking the why. You know, in addition to asking the why with other people, you ask the why with yourself. And that's how you connect with yourself, too. Yeah, I think that, like, staying in the moment, too, mm. like, if you're, like, on your phone or, like, distracted by other people, like, it's really hard to connect with someone. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you can kind of 
pretend in a way like that's the only person that yeah. is in the place at that time, like that really can help you like zero in on each other and have that point of connection. So some ways to really connect with someone on a date, whether you you feel attraction towards them or not, it doesn't yeah. matter. Because right. you are giving them your time and they're giving you their time, right? So use that time to make a human connection. And one way to do that is to get rid of all that anxiety about what you're doing after this date and what you're doing tomorrow, your to-do list. Be in the moment and say, what makes this person tick? I want to know. Why did you choose to go on this date? Why did you choose the city to live in? Why did you choose a career path that you've taken? All these whys will lead to a human connection. You're going to walk away from that date feeling a lot more productive and a lot more like I am a human being and I met another human being, not a drone. Okay, so Julie was laughing at me earlier because we were talking about my mom's friend who over uh, over the holidays told me that I needed to be in the moment more by appreciating each moment that I have. And he said one way he does this is taking like having a meal, for example, where he chews everything 30 times and every chew he's feeling gratitude towards his food. I Some of you probably already do this as like mindful eating, but this like mindfulness of being in the moment really helps you connect to the world and to your environment. And that's also going to help yep. you connect with other people. All yeah. right. So that concludes our top five dating resolutions for 2019. I feel really good about this year, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be a good year. I feel like that at the end of 2018, people were so open to finding solutions. Yeah. As opposed to just complaining. Yeah. There was less negativity. Yeah, right? I agree. I agree. So we're optimistic about 2019 and we want to hear some of your dating resolutions too. So definitely let us know. Reach out to us on datablepodcast.com. Okay, we're going to wrap up this episode. It was a quickie, but a goodie. And we'll be back next week with a fun episode too. Until then, guys, we're still booking guests for season eight. If you would like to be a guest on our show or know someone who'd be a good guest, definitely reach out to us. Yeah? On that note, stay Stay dateable. Happy New Year. This episode of Datable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. If you didn't know already, we have a revamped website with articles, videos, and content all about modern dating. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We've had some great feedback about how actionable these episodes are. So check them out on our website or iTunes Music. Also, visit the site today to see the latest about coaching, where we connect you with datable approved experts to help with everything from dating profile reviews, coaching, and even gathering real feedback about your dating style in a personalized and affordable way. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. 